3: Are you an ASA completionist? Have you listened to the newest shows, Earwash, Damn That Television, and Mod Talk? If you haven't, head on over to asapodcasting.com. Check out our full list of shows, including our flagship, A Skyrim Addict, The Fallout Feed, Earwash, My Journey with Cystic Fibrosis, Game Talk, Damn That Television chatterbox and very soon mod talk asapodcasting.com
4: no way.
0: Welcome, Wastelanders. It's that time again. Episode 63 of the Fallout Feed. And we've got a full crew here tonight again. We have Andrew with us. Hello, Andrew.
4: Hi, Kara. What's going on?
0: Nothing much so far. That's pretty good for me for now. (laughs) Uh, And we've also got Dennis. What's up, Dennis? How you doing, Kara? Doing pretty good. And we also have Pat with us. Hi, Pat.
3: Hey,
1: hey, hey. How we doing?
0: Doing pretty great. And, of course, we have you, the listener. And please, if you want to join the conversation, find us on Facebook, email us, tweet us, whatever. We want to hear from you. So what are we starting with tonight, guys?
4: Oh, I don't know. We've got a a slew of stuff sort of in the docket. We haven't really... um... Well, met since well, before christmas you, right
1: you you're, you're missing yeah. some really something really important here andrew we we haven't spoken since the holidays yeah are, are you out of mourning because we know how what a Christmas fiend uh, you are well are you okay are you doing yeah. all right? well
4: yeah. what happened this year was um Christmas kind of fell like on the weekend, which was sort of a strange thing i'm I'm used to you know um taking a few days off of work and then taking a couple of vacation days, combining those with holidays, and then actually getting, you know, a little bit of time off. But this time, because fell on the holiday, like work was nice enough to give us the Friday before and the Monday after, and then I combined that with, you know, a few days here and there. So I actually took the week after Christmas off, which I'd never done before. Anytime I'd ever done this, I'd always try to take the week before Christmas off so I could get maximum celebration in. But I just found this year that, it really cured my post holiday blues to take the week after Christmas off because I just watched Christmas movies that whole week and st- you know i still I just celebrated all week long, and then uh, by the end of it i was i wasn't nearly as blue as I normally would be after a uh, post christmas holiday. you know what i mean i I think I did pretty well with it this year
0: nice yeah it makes sense. I still have my lights up. I refuse to take them yeah. down. <laughs> it looks absolutely terrible when you know I've got regular lights on, uh, but whenever all the lights except for the Christmas lights are on, it looks gorgeous. Yeah, so
4: yeah well, I'm I am um, the rest of my year. My wife finally gave me permission. Uh, she said, uh, You can now, if you want, leave a corner of the basement decorated Christmas' <laughs> Year round, if you would like. So now, I, I haven't done it all yet, but I have uh, like five or six strands of Christmas lights up around my little podcast studio down here. Now I've got the Aww. like the little the little icicles that trickle down, you know, the the weird LED, Aww. then they trickle down effect. I've Got yeah, those, those going, so cool. yeah. Um, I hope. So I hope Jeremy's taking
3: notes and uh, getting ideas for a studio. You need some lights yeah, here,
4: bud. Jeremy, yeah. uh, Christmas studio, buddy. It's it's a, it's a good time donkey one, about it. donkey it's one it, xmas I,
3: yeah
0: i knew a gamer who totally decked out her gaming room with lights like so her lights were always off and it was just like string lights everywhere oh, amazing. and it created a really neat atmosphere no, with it's... the glow of the computer the glow of her keyboard and the glow of the lights it was pretty cool
4: yeah that's perfect it's It's not called track lighting, but whatever that's called, just like the mood lighting where it's not one source of bright light, but many smaller sources of I always like that a lot more than, you know, a jarring one source of light. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Plus, plus it's Christmas.
0: Well, not anymore.
4: Well, I mean the lights. That's
0: true.
4: Um, So I had a wonderful (laughs) holiday. We got, um, Tori and I got each other a bunch of different video games and stuff. Uh, We got... Witcher Three, uh, we got Tomb Raider or Rise of the Tomb Raider, whatever that one was. Um I, I haven't played any of the Tomb Raider one. I played through the the prologue, basically the first like maybe fifteen hours of uh Witcher Three. Uh it's a good time. Uh let's see. I got her the Lego movie, Lego video hmm. game. Ooh. And she has already beat that. <laughs> she she ripped right through that. Yeah, did she get all the little like
1: little red bricks and all the other? See, that's that the you thing. She
4: she's played through the story. Now she has to go back through the free yeah, play yeah. mode because they have certain areas you can't reach yeah. unless you go back through with different characters and that. That, that drove that me crazy
1: in the Harry Potter game until I figured it out. Yeah. And then it's a lot of fun when she gets what's going on.
4: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so we've been you know playing lots of games and and uh, just having a good old time. How was uh, how was your holiday, Kara? What'd you guys do?
0: Um, let's see. Actually, family was sick for the holidays, so it was just me and my parents this year. Um, but it was cozy because this year I made them watch um Christmas movies all day. All day. Nice. But the only thing, yeah, the one we didn't get to watch was the one I wanted to watch the most, which well, is sucks. The Jim Carrey How the Grinch Stole Christmas. You, you, I love that one. You
4: like that movie?
0: I do. I, Don't sound so surprised. No,
4: I it's just, I, I love the original cartoon. That is like, I, that thing is basically on repeat in my house during Christmas <laughs> season. Like, if nothing else, it's on in the background because the music is just so fucking awesome. But oh, yeah. the uh, I, on, when I listen to Christmas music on my Pandora station, that um, that I always thumbs up on those uh, Jim Carrey uh, uh, Grinch ones, too, because those songs are fucking killer, too. I really like all the <laughs> yeah. songs on the uh, Where's mm. Christmas and all that stuff. I don't know. I think I, for the me, movie is like, way too long. Like, it should be an hour long, not not three. It shouldn't take a three-hour broadcast block to play that damn movie. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I do love the music of it. It is pretty awesome.
0: Yeah. Well, I think for me, it's the humor. There's so much more humor in it. And yeah. I'm not generally a Jim Carrey fan. Uh, I've got friends who absolutely you know, love his uh, be Ace Ventura stuff. But... Uh, this one just really kind of I just I love it so much it's it's not the Ace Um, Ventura
4: stuff the Truman show is where Jim Carrey actually truly shines like that is an actual respectable movie like everyone thinks that he's sort of a jack off you know act you know comedian but he has some acting chops I'll admit that I'm the guy who likes Jar Jar Binks remind you
0: Why are you tempting the wrath of the Podfather? Again?
4: <laughs> he was he was giving me shit earlier today because uh, he, he thinks Indiana Jones is overrated.
0: Oh yeah, I've got some friends who are super passionate about Indiana Jones. Yeah. Although there's one of my friends admits that one of the movies, and I don't remember which, in in which it wouldn't have made a difference if Indiana hadn't been there at all, because literally nothing he did would have changed the outcome, which was the Nazis, you know, spoiler alert, yeah, but that, the that was the, the, yeah. <laughs> the Nazis melting their faces off and so on and so forth. Uh, like, you know, he did things obviously, but anything he did would not, did not matter in the overall outcome. Yeah, the,
4: the Nazis were going to open that box anyway, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I was like, Oh my God, you're right. Yeah.
4: <laughs> but she
0: still loves him anyway. <laughs>
4: Nice. Big Harrison uh, Ford fan. We also gotten a sort of a, a not a tiff or tizzy, but just a conversation about uh, how I don't like Blade Runner. Have you ever seen Blade Runner, Kara?
0: Yeah, I didn't love or hate it, but there's another one coming out yeah. a sequel.
4: That one looks uh, awesome because it doesn't look like it's a hundred years old.
0: Yeah, I'm such a, I'm
4: such stuff. a jerk. I, if if I haven't watched a movie, like we we're discussing this on the page too. If I didn't see it in 1982 or whatever, and then I try to watch it now, it's hard to it's hard to go back. Dennis was describing that with video games on the page earlier today too. He's like, yeah. Andrew, you played yeah. Fallout Four first. That's probably going to make it fairly difficult to go back to Fallout Three and New Vegas, let alone One and Two.
1: Well, yeah, you know, Three and New Vegas, they're not as potato heady as like Oblivion. You know, it's it's you know the, the thing the thing I noticed most in the in the Vegas playthrough is. Um, not so much the, um, uh, the the faces, but like the population of the world. Like it is so much less populated. And,
4: and in Vegas, Vegas, you're talking or about
1: NPCs or critters or anything else than either Skyrim or Fallout Four.
4: And, and uh, Vegas, you're talking about New Vegas. Well,
1: Vegas, and, 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 and I haven't played three in a long time, but I'm assuming if you get back to three, it's going to be kind of more like Vegas, where like if you're getting into like a, a, a plot element, yeah, there'll be there'll be stuff running around. But, like, if you're just walking around the wasteland, you'll just no. look around and it's like, oh, you see nothing until, like, a particular wandering monster or a legion group is... or whatever comes after you. But it's not just, like, populated like 4 is. Uh, I was, I was just But, to to ask, w- is but in that... a
3: way, that, that works for Vegas because, I mean, it is isn't a desert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, true. yeah. So it work, it works a little bit better there. In Fallout 3, it's, it's very, very noticeable because it's, you know, there's all this building and construction and places where people... You know, you figure there would be pockets of civilization, and there's just absolutely nothing. I mean, you can wander up and down the map for good portions of time, and you know, not hit anything.
4: Hey, Dennis, you you've played Fallout Three a good deal, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we have an article, uh, Pat. Did you uh, you sent me an article a while back?
1: Yeah, I, I pulled up the. Uh, I, I got the. Uh, uh, I, got, I got the. Do
3: the email you, do you know about this, up,
4: Dennis? Yeah. The uh, the presidential car hand thing. That Pat, Pat's I, I about to talk s- about I saw
3: you mentioned something about it and I tried to look it up but I wasn't able to to find okay, what you were talking about at yeah, the
4: time. Let's discuss this a little bit, Pat. Why don't you go ahead and, uh, and Yeah, roll this so, off so a there's bit.
1: an article PC Gamer and there's other th- other places where it's referenced, but PC Gamer I thought had a good sort of like succinct article article that got to the bottom of it. So um in, in the broken steel DLC there is at some of, of point. Fallout where, 3. Fallout Three, that's right. It's mm-hmm. a DLC for. It's probably the, in my opinion, the weakest of the three. But you know, we'll do a playthrough at some point, and we'll figure that out. Let everybody judge for themselves. But it, it, as part of that, there is a uh, a metro a, a metro car, just like you know, a subway that 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 you take at one point, and it actually, you know, so so in New Vegas, um, there's a there's a, a monorail that goes back and forth between the two locations in New Vegas, but you never see it actually move. You just walk in on one end, the screen goes black and you walk out on the other end, so they don't make it move at all, unlike, say, the monorail to to Nuka World, which moves forever, because you're on that thing for freaking ever. So anyway, in this one DLC, um, uh, they they show this monorail moving, and somebody, as people will do, they they sort of looked into the code or whatever, and they figured out that the monorail, Bethesda didn't code a car or a monorail or a subway car or anything else. They coded a... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the original thing was people thought they coded a hat, but then actually somebody they they actually took a character, an NPC, who in the article that I that I, that I sent to the we, we can post it on the Facebook feed on the Facebook page, so everybody can see this for themselves. There's a there's an NPC wearing a sweater vest and khaki pants, and one of his hands is the subway car. <laughs> So basically, they said this NPC is going to run up and down the rails, and his <laughs> hand is going to be a subway car, and that's going to be the way they—they—they—that's uh, going to be the way they animate it because that was just the expedient thing to do. And so this, the the NPC himself is like you don't see it, but you see his hand becoming the subway car. <laughs>
4: and from the from the picture, it looks like his right hand is missing. So the the car is his right hand, but it's not located at the at the end of his arm. It is positioned on his head like it is a hat. So that's yeah, probably that's, why yeah. the confusion came of it being a hat. You know what I mean? So like, but it is. Um, if you look at the code of the game, the article was saying it is identified as a piece of um, armor. That, that would go on your arms so it is like yeah. his right hand or something <laughs> but it, it's displayed as a train car hat that a person is walking back and forth on. I just thought that was really funny that's a good article
1: and I was talking to my daughter about it when she was home uh, for, for from grad school for for Christmas and uh, we uh, we were talking we actually started on she was talking about something in Skyrim uh, I think it was Skyrim might have been oblivion but it was one of the Elder Scrolls games. And she said that there is a uh, a scene where uh, maybe this happens with all the the, the 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 Daedric. So when you're when you're doing the Daedric Prince quest and you go to their shrine and there's a statue of Mehrun, uh, of Dagon or, or or whoever or whatever and they're talking to you. She said that if you um, I guess if you like you no clip and go like inside the shrine And at least one of those you will actually see an NPC inside the shrine. Speaking the lines of the Daedric Prince.
3: Holy
4: fuck! It's the man behind the curtain. Holy yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's it's the freaking Wizard of Oz. Yeah, yeah. I pay yeah. no
3: attention. That's
1: right. That's right. That's. Can you imagine, Maybrun's Dagon? Oh, no, pay no I attention I, to the I, to the orc behind do the do curtain. It you know. <laughs> I it I do so do it's just I it's just an example of like these expedient things that uh, that you know when you think about it, it's so goofy. But like, what else would you do if you're you know. Why would you code this other stuff? We just you stick an nPC in a box and the nPC says the line's That's hilarious
4: <laughs> i I remember like uh, a year ago when the show was first starting out before all of us were really the the core of the hosts that my friend from high school uh was just saying he was saying something about the the crazy maze that is the d c subway system. Oh, Could yeah, you guys yeah. tell me a little bit about that like uh, what's going on down there
1: so it's just it you know, um, I'm trying to think of a place in four that's similar, it, it's not as uh, I, Dennis. I, don't, I, I think in, I think the the subways and other similar locations in four are more straightforward as a rule than some of the mazy ones in three.
3: Yeah, I, I, I think that they kind of learned their lesson in three because it it can get tedious, and if you're really not paying attention to you know there there's instructions in in the subway system to you know where you're supposed to go and how you're supposed to get there but if you're really not familiar with the map those don't really mean much for you and it's very easy to get lost and spend an inordinate amount of time down there for no good reason yeah and especially when you don't have you know a, a large population of enemies or or what have you then you're really just, you're walking back and forth going, did I go here? Did I go here? Yeah, yeah. When I first started playing the game, I used to have to leave breadcrumbs for myself. I'd have to be, I'd have to drop a weapon and be like, okay, I, I know I dropped that. I, <laughs> I went this way. It's,
4: that's
1: awesome. yeah,
3: they did a much better job improving it before.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's so think about like, uh, you know, there's places like, uh, the park street subway in uh, where you find Nick or whatever. And, and there's a little bit of maziness there. Like you go down one tunnel and then you have to cut across and you go down the other tunnel. But it's but it's really fairly linear and not that hard. But just imagine that yeah, you have these things that double back on themselves or you know, there's a couple places where you'll go in one subway station and come out at a completely different station because they link the two. It's it's much mazier.
3: One of my well they also they also did a better job with the mini map as far as you know denoting it, whether things are above you or quest markers yes. are above you or below you.
4: I love that.
3: in the in the, in the earlier games yeah. you, you get a quest marker. And you could walk by it, and it could be four levels of a building, yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. okay, well, yeah, you're saying yeah. I'm standing right on top of it, but I have no idea if it's two floors above me or two yeah, floors yeah. below me. I was
4: just about to say, I love that they distinguish floors in this one because, like, if you look at your map and any like Skyrim or anything, it's just like, who knows yeah. what which freaking level you're on. There's yeah, no yeah, there's that's no that's elevation cool. relief like map. There isn't like oh, here's map of floor 1, map of floor 2, map of floor 3. It's all just stacked on top of each other, but not in a 3 dimensional it's a two-dimensional representation of a three-dimensional world which doesn't reflect any accuracy of where you are, you know what yeah, I mean?
3: Yeah. And is, I, yeah. And I mean I I I feel, you know, you know a lot of people say, well, you know, that's that keeps the immersion, you know, it, it makes it more difficult, it's more challenging. And you know, God bless you if you want to play that way. but Not me. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 pretty. I, I yeah. You know, I was uh, have spent many hours uh, cursing the, the the maps. And I think in New Vegas, there's just not as many locations like there's a few like you know, Freeside is a little tricky in places or whatever. Uh, but there's not nearly as many of those kind of, kind of mazy locations. Just like Dennis said, it's you know, Vegas, New Vegas is a more fundamentally spread out kind of. Uh, you know, Uh, desert kind of environment and it's 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 different uh but uh yeah that that, that's actually i'm thinking through this you know thinking about going back into those old games that's probably going to be some of the most frustrating stuff the the most frustrating ever i forget the name of the location but it's the one uh where you encounter riley's rangers and it's a hotel and it is it is so mazey uh, and you have to kind of go up a particular way and down. It is it is so hard to get through that thing, and you have to make your way up to the roof to get Riley. The and Riley's Rangers is a really good quest for anybody who's thinking about playing three. I mean, that's a that's a good that's a good little faction mini faction to encounter because they're they're a lot of fun. But uh, um, and they actually have something that's maybe close to a radiant thing because there's was it Dennis? They they send you out to explore locations or
3: something. Oh. Uh, I... I, I... I can't even remember. <laughs> I think what
1: it is is I think um, I think Riley wants a map of the Wasteland. And if you go back to her, she'll pay you like 10 caps for every location in your Pip-Boy or something like that. I, I, it's pretty simple, but it's like one of the things where it has nothing to do with the plot. It's just like you do a thing for an NPC and they give you some caps.
3: Yeah, you know, the problem I've encountered now is, is that I've I've spent so much time trying to focus on three that I've pushed all my New Vegas knowledge, and four knowledge is starting to leak out of my brain now. So,
2: <laughs>
3: so I'm going to be completely worthless, to, you know, they're going to be telling me, oh, yeah, we did this, that, and four. And I'm like, wow, really? We did? <laughs> wow, that sounds cool. I'll have to play that game one day. Nice. <laughs> did you actually
4: get uh, Final Fantasy 15, Dennis?
3: Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, have you,
4: have you started playing it, and, and, Je-
3: and Jeremy warned me not to run out there and buy it, but, you know, i I spent so much, I played the, finished the last Assassin's Creed and I a hundred percented it. And that was just such a, That's awesome. a slog to go through. I was, I wanted to uh, reward myself and I rewarded myself <laughs> by getting a game that was so far out of my ability that I'm like, Oh uh, yeah, I, I couldn't get through the tutorial. Oh no. They're like, you bang, bang this button, mash this button, then combo this button with this button. And I'm like, Oh no, wait a minute. I, I'm, I, I'm an old man. I, I don't twitch anymore. What, <laughs> don't... what are you doing to me? Karen, <laughs> do you I'm play
4: like, final fantasy games?
3: Uh, I, well, that's the thing is, is I played them way back in the day when yeah. they were like all like little turn-based things, where like one character would like you know strut up and you know swing their sword, and then they'd go back in line, and, and they step you know, back three paces,
4: go. someone else take their turn. <laughs> okay, yeah, and and i like, I, and I was, I was like, wow, now.
3: you know, if if it's updated graphics with that, I'm all good with that. Yeah. But then you know, just like uh, like we were, I was talking about with you, Andrew, with like one in Fallout One and Two, are more turn-based. They're not as actiony. They're not as yeah. you know third-persony.
4: And, uh, I, I you know
3: a... one one day I woke up and all my role playing games and all of a sudden were swinging swords and we're doing this and doing that. It took me a long time to uh, to catch up.
4: Uh, I I'm, I enjoy uh, Fallout Shelter, so uh, I I think that uh, I might be able to take that uh, Fallout One and Two sort of turn based thing in stride. Uh, mm-hmm. Kara, what sort of gaming have you been doing? Have You played any Minecraft recently?
0: A little bit, yeah. yeah? So one of my friends started. Uh, uh, inviting people over to their place they actually have a dedicated server in their house so it's pretty cool and i can connect to it wirelessly or i can go over there and pretend like it's a land party um oh nice yeah and it's, it's a lot That's of fun. fun um and in addition to that i've actually someone also tempted me back into diablo 3 for a little bit there the new season just started
4: New season? What does that mean? I I don't understand what the season in Diablo.
0: You can create seasonal characters or rebirth your already leveled up characters as uh, new characters. And you can earn new achievements and you can also earn shiny new armor and a pet and, you know there's like even a, a banner or sigil stuff to put around your character or on your character's banner. So it's just a bunch of little, you know, like
4: I've, I've never played Diablo. <laughs> Is it sort of like a first person shooter type thing?
0: Uh, no, it's, a. Uh, Third person hacky slashy smash the buttons.
4: Oh, there you go. Uh, yeah,
0: like you you have uh, let's see one two three four. Five,
4: oh, was that the one six? where there's a team and a sort of like a, a off at of a forty five degree angle. You see the map like for, from yeah, up above, kind of like that. Yeah, uh, I think I've you're... seen a buddy play that game. It looked pretty fun.
0: Yeah, it looks loot. a bit. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. It's
3: for uh, it's for uh, loot pinatas. You kill an enemy and it blows up and it's got all kind of loot. <laughs> and you sit there and go, Oh, wait, this one has. This one's like a nice color. This one does like one more point of damage, and then you sit there and uh, agonize over your uh, damage output and all your all your gear stuff. I can't play it anymore. It it's too Not addictive. Much. It's just too addictive for me. I can't do it anymore. And,
4: uh, I, how's it. Your,
3: and I especially
0: uh... love it when the enemies go boom so big. Like the bigger <laughs> the ball, the, the better. Oh my god, they nice. just go everywhere, and oh, it's and then of course the the ragdoll effects in the game once something is dead they become like stiff yet full of like stiff feathers so like you kick (laughs) your body and it just just kind of floats up and floats back down without any like you know the limbs don't wave or anything like that they just kind of stay stiff and it's just and, like, you, all you have to do is, like, tap it or go near it. Like, I'm not talking about, like, kicking it or anything. Just going near it or thinking you're walking over it. Nope, you're sending it right up into the air for some reason. And I don't know. I just really love wonky ragdoll effects. I have no idea why. They just really tickle me. That's awesome. But hey, um, I, I just, if I had an Xbox, I would be one of those people who could not feel complete unless they finished all the achievements that you could get and that's all
4: oh no internet dropped out hello hello
0: that
1: like yeah okay we okay. We, right we're not, we're not crazy we did we did lose it andrew did we lose hey, you for a second hey there? guys
4: uh yeah i'm back and kara you dropped off or we, I dropped off, I guess, is the more the case. Uh, about one minute ago, so, uh, mm-hmm. and I that- have the recording going, um, and I know people on YouTube probably heard everything, but uh, no one <laughs> listening to the podcast will have heard anything that you said for the past minute. So, if you'd like yeah. to repeat anything that you said, it
0: was said, a bunch of babble. There was nothing important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nothing I say is important or of any credibility. So, well, I they did, did have not one miss question.
4: Out. I did have one question I wanted to get to you, Kara. Uh, is the new um, release of the Fallout DLC for Minecraft—something you'd be interested in?
0: Oh hell yeah! But uh, the Fallout stuff for Minecraft is only for Xbox players; they don't oh. release that for PC players, which uh-huh. makes me very sad.
4: That's not what I read. I read an art. I was I was at the game store today, and I noticed that they had. A used copy of Minecraft, so I was like, Ooh, interesting. I have zero interest in playing Minecraft, but I heard there was a new fallout DLC for it. So here, let me Google real quick. Oh no, oh, an interesting article that said that uh, Minecraft is and Fallout are combining for a DLC that will be on uh, PlayStation, Xbox, Wii U, this and that, and the other PC. So like I think it's on every platform.
2: Mm, see
4: if, I'm not if used to that Normally, If it's not I got ripped off And I'm gonna take the game <laughs> back and, and and do something bad to the clerk I don't know <laughs> Or that article lied to me. I, I, I could be or I could have misread it. That's I could have misinterpreted it. That's very very mm, easy. But you,
1: you, you bought the Xbox, right?
4: Yeah. Andrew? So I could do it yeah, anyway. The so, yeah. For the
0: Xbox version, you will definitely have
4: it. So uh screw you guys. I'm gonna go play some Fallout. Uh, yeah, that's the only that's the only way that I got uh, dragged into Minecraft really was because uh uh the Fallout um D L C there. Yeah. So I'm gonna try that out. Um but speaking of which guys, well, we have a good old buddy one of our friends from the way back who has written in with a little bit of uh, her thoughts on this new Minecraft fallout DLC. Would you like to take a listen with me?
5: Yes. Yes. Hey guys, Chalene here. I hear that some of you lovely people out there in the wasteland are wondering about the new fallout Minecraft DLC. So I thought I'd send in this hollow tape with my thoughts, full disclosure, Microsoft sent me a free copy of the DLC, But it's $5.99, and I totally would have bought it anyway. But anyway, I feel like I should say that. So what is the Fallout Minecraft pack? It's basically a skin pack with a neat Fallout world that was made in creative mode. Pretty much every asset in the game has been redone in the image of the wasteland. It's available for consoles, $5.99, and it is a DLC. It's not a standalone game. You have to own Minecraft to be able to play it. It's not available for the PC, but there's really nothing there that you can't achieve on your own with mods. I was really pleasantly surprised by the scope of this project. Fallout 4 locations and skins are seen in the trailer, but there are skins and locations representing the older games too, including the ISOs. The character skins are fantastic. The level of choice you have is really its an embarrassment of riches. The more popular characters are there, like Dance and Piper and Three Dog. They are adorable and immediately Mm -hmm. recognizable uh, in terms of who they are. There are some obvious choices, like the various vault dwellers from the series history, as well as power armor. Personally, I opted for the Fallout 2 version of Harold the Tree. I love that guy. And I found it really hilarious to kind of bop around the wasteland with a tree growing out of my head. Love that guy. The environment was built with a lot of love and care by people who are plainly huge fans of the franchise. It's easy to see. The textures are lovingly redone from Nuka-Cola machines and crates to the corrugated metal that wasteland buildings seem to so frequently be made out of. You start out near Fallout 4's iconic Red Rocket gas station, where you can recruit dog meat to follow you. It's the same mechanic as taming a wolf with bones in vanilla Minecraft. I actually didn't find all of the Fallout 4 locations uh, that are shown in the trailer in the few hours that I've spent playing, but I explored the Fallout 3 area pretty extensively, and it's a joy. Areas like Megaton are almost one-for-one recreations. Someone familiar with the locations can pinpoint every building. The Citadel, complete with Liberty Prime, Tenpenny Tower, underground vaults like Vault 101... The mall, including the trenches, the Washington Monument, the Lincoln Memorial, and the Capitol Building, they're all beautifully done. I found the Pridwin, but I don't know if they've modeled the inside because I didn't have enough materials to build a nerd pole up there. Areas from Fallout 1 and 2, like Shady Sands, are realized in a 3D space for the first time. And even though this is wow. Minecraft-style... That's something pretty special, and it's very neat to explore if you're someone who's played those games. The subway system is a huge part of Fallout 3, and an underground metro complete with rideable minecarts will ferry you around the Fallout Minecraft map. You can get anywhere underground if you like. It's pretty cool that they went ahead and added that in. The nostalgia factor is a major factor here in terms of enjoyment. If you really um, were a Minecraft player who didn't play Fallout, I don't see you getting much out of this. My primary complaint with the game is the lack of NPCs. And I know it's it's Minecraft, but it's still a little weird. In Sanctuary, I found two villagers that resembled Sturgis and Mama Murphy But it's a bit uncanny when you're in a location and you know that characters should be there, but they aren't. Take Moriarty's bar, for example. It's weird walking through that building without seeing Gob behind the bar and Nova leaning on the wall, and Mr. Burke and Lucy West sitting at those tables waiting to give you quests. It feels empty and hollow. It's a little weird, for sure. The world isn't entirely empty, though. Minecraft's pigs are now the most adorable little mole rats that have ever existed. They're so cute. Oh my gosh. Really cute. And cows are irradiated looking brahmin, albeit one-headed brahmin. The wolf is now dog meat. Zombies are feral ghouls. Creepers look like super mutants. And spiders, they're either some kind of a rad roach or a rad scorpion. Honestly, I wasn't sure. I really couldn't tell with that one. But in my favorite instance, I found a horse, and it was a giddy-up buttercup, and you can tame the <laughs> horse with apples, and you can ride the giddy-up buttercup, and it's the best thing. I just, oh, I loved it. The Nether is also populated with Mothership Zeta aliens, which is pretty funny. There are chests scattered around the environment containing resources, outfits, holotapes, and tools. You can build, destroy, and craft, just like in normal Minecraft. The soundtrack is also revamped with Fallout music, the orchestral themes that you recognize from the start menus and those thudding, drumbeat, you know, intense pieces of music that we all associate with enemies, as well as licensed music like the Ink Spots and Louis Armstrong. It wasn't very long before my playthrough turned into the Chalene Karaoke Hour, uh, because that's how I roll. I've been going on a bit long here, uh, longer than I intended to, but I'm going to close by saying that I loved my time with the game. Building and crafting aside, there are hours of enjoyment to be had in terms of exploration and, oh, I remember that, and oh, this is that thing, and um, there's some really good moments. Really good moments here. But just keep in mind this is not a Fallout game, it's Minecraft, and it's for people who love Minecraft. But if you have any interest in Minecraft and you're a Fallout fan, I think this would be a great starting place um, to start playing Minecraft. I really like both games. And seeing them smashed together like this is the perfect, you know, you got chocolate in my peanut butter, you got peanut butter in my chocolate (laughs) kind of thing. Um, I quite enjoyed it. And uh, anyways, thanks Fallout Feed. Love you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. You're doing a great job. And we'll talk to you next time.
0: Yay!
1: Very nice.
0: <laughs> now, I think it's quite an achievement to make mole rats adorable, because those are some ugly mfers.
1: <laughs> yeah, see that 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 was a wonder. Shalene, thank, thank you so much. That was that was terrific feedback. That like almost, almost, almost makes me want to try Minecraft. But then I immediately realized it's like, no, I, I, would not, I, would, I would not enjoy that. But Chalene makes me think I would no, enjoy it because it was such a terrific feedback. She's totally <laughs> sold me
4: the hook, line, and sinker. I'm going to load that shit up tonight after the show, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's probably happening. Hey, uh, yeah. let's check in with our friends with Ear Wash Show real quick. There's a whole bunch of podcasts out there. You're not getting to listen to all of them. Join me, your Uncle Blake, and let me be your podcast sherpa with the Earwash Show. I'll present a different podcast on each episode for your consideration. If you decide you like it, hey, give it a download. If not, well, I'll try again on the next episode. Besides my favorites and Apple's top picks, I want to hear what your favorites are so we can share them with the rest of the world. So send your favorites to EarWashShow at gmail.com. Again, that's Show at gmail.com. And let's get the good word out. Hey thanks uh, And speaking of uh, uh, Earwash Show uh, Welcome back Earwash Show to the ASA Podcasting family uh, I'd also like to uh, welcome into the fold um, Damn That Television
1: I have not gotten a chance to check out Damn That Television yet uh, But I'm looking forward to it I just the love
4: the uh, the Talking Heads reference Which I hope is the Talking Heads reference But um, Big fan
1: Wait, 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 wait. Oh, no, now this is intriguing me, wait, is that, uh, is that from,
4: more songs about buildings and food, come on, come on, Pat,
1: oh man, last oh, song,
4: that... last track on side A,
1: oh, like I have vinyl, I haven't owned vinyl in 25 <laughs> years, come on, that's the only, Jeez.
4: that I listened to that album on vinyl, um, really, yeah, I don't know, it's, what is, I don't even remember what it's called, but the, I don't know, it's a talking head song, I forget what it's fucking called. I don't. I don't know. Uh, this is uh, Andrew forgets Talking Head songs. Uh, episode number one. Welcome to the show, everyone. Uh, okay, we didn't actually talk to Dennis or Pat about your guys's holiday. How how'd you guys do? Do when, when, you have fun relaxing holiday, Dennis?
3: I just realized that uh, the it, we you don't buy three-year-olds seven billion presents what you do is you buy three billion boxes and wrap them up because yes. all they're really interested in doing is opening the box
4: yeah uh, but that's, and, that's uh, the we trick. could have saved
3: a lot of money on toys because they yeah. open the box and go oh look and we're like we're proud of like we researched the toys and found the peppa pigs and all the stuff a three-year-old would love yeah and uh they're like yeah that's that's cool where's the next box and so then they started opening <laughs> our presents then we took them over to the grandparents and then they opened their I presents. open the grandparents just, presents like, yeah exactly they just kept going and going and going they just want to tear
4: that's great yeah, yeah mo just started but, learning how to do that too
3: it's, it's but no stuff. it was it was it's very nice that's uh it's uh nice to uh see the holidays through uh a kid's eyes even i can't be curmudgeon enough to uh D- deny oh. them that. As much as nice. I wanted to uh, not boy. watch the Grinch and
4: all these, oh, the Grinch is great. Don't I would you dare think that the Grinch
3: would be your speed, Dennis. Yeah, you you can well, totally no, uh, they,
4: relate they to the Grinch. Grinch,
3: and then they go, well, "That's like Daddy," and I'm like, "Yeah, ah. good, good, good good one." <laughs> <laughs> you're you're you're, you're, fun, you're funny, kid. Now go, uh, go 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 outside and sleep in the snow. <laughs> that's great. Hey, hey, Dennis, did
4: you by chance uh, have the opportunity to wear any fancy new Christmas duds?
3: Yeah, I proudly uh rocked my uh my uh quote unquote ugly sweater. I think it's quite beautiful. <laughs> and uh although my wife uh, made me take it off for family photographs. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's awesome. That's awesome. That uh, <clears throat> that's so great. I don't own an well, ugly sweater. Well, I saw so, Oh, sorry, go ahead. I saw, I saw somebody had the uh, maybe it was you Andrew that had the uh the the decorative Christmas balls from Bethesda.
4: Yeah, yeah, and was, uh, like,
3: I was like, "Yeah, there's no way that I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to put that on the back of the tree." without oh, no, that, <laughs> that that getting spotted and removed quickly.
4: Your wife would take that down, really. That's too yeah. bad. Yeah, I um, yeah, I've got the the seven set of Christmas uh, baubles with all the the special bobble The uh, it's all the special guys, you know, the bobbleheads in their positions so that's uh that's pretty fun. I actually didn't get them on the tree because I received them as a present this year. So I need to uh I'll definitely be actually, I actually should just hang those up around the podcast studio uh, now that what it's all Christmas say. You now. I should add it to
1: the podcast yeah. decorations. That would be the perfect perfect place for
4: that. Yeah, yeah. You go up next to my my new um Nord and uh female lone wanderer uh pop figure. What are those guys called? Those pop things? Pop, pop yeah. vinyls? Pop, pop yeah. vinyls, yeah. Sorry, I'm not a collector of, of stuff, but now I'm starting to become one. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a couple little, I've got Super a, lot of, a lot of little fallout stuff gathering on my desk over here.
3: I, I really like how the idea that your wife thinks that she can, can you know, contain you to that one little space.
4: I think because she... it's
3: slowly going to start to branch out and like creep lot, like ivy, like start growing all over the house, it'll start going up the basement steps then take over the house eventually.
4: Well, then maybe that'll force her to to clean the house a little bit more then. <laughs> she can uh You're on
1: your own Christmas you're sp- on your own there, bud Yeah, yeah, really, no kidding. <laughs> I get my
4: uh No. I I just it's just so sad to take everything down and the saddest I posted a picture on Facebook of my Christmas tree without its decorations laying on the curb like a like a drive-by victim and it's it's just so sad. And and I posted the picture saddest day of the year. But again, the vacation right after helped a lot. So you know, now, it's 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 been great. Had a wonderful holiday. Uh, Pat, how about you? You said you stuck around home a lot, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my daughter was home from grad school for a nice long visit, so that was really nice. That's nice. We uh, just kind of hung out. I I played a uh, a metric shit ton of Skyrim. Um, compared Skyrim notes with my daughter, so that was nice. Um, great um my my wife was very patient with the two of us talking about skyrim for two weeks
4: so. <laughs> nice we actually you know for how long we've been doing the show with each other all of us the four of us we don't actually know a ton about each other's you know personal lives and stuff is this your only child pat
1: yeah 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 my daughter's in uh, in, in grad school so she's uh So this, uh, you know, you know, so we we don't get to see her that often. So so it's good to have her home for a nice nice long visit.
4: And she's a big gamer too. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: She uh, let's see, she uh, has played uh, has not played Fallout Four because she doesn't have a current generation console. But she's played Skyrim and Fallout Three and Fallout New Vegas,
4: and
1: and she does she's other things like Dark Souls and Bioshock. She's actually a big
4: Bioshocker. What um. Does she think it's kind of pathetic that Dad has a podcast?
1: She's very patient with me. She's very patient <laughs> with Nerd Dad. Yeah,
4: yeah. I can already tell. Mo's going to think podcasting is the stupidest thing ever. So like, it's a totally YouTube geez. Dad or whatever. It won't be YouTube anymore by the time he is, you know, twelve or whatever.
0: Well, you guys can have hope for your grandchildren. <laughs> Did you hear about that? Seventy-four-year-old uh, uh, grandfather is. Uh, he got a lot of um, play on social media because his granddaughter sent out a plea for recommendations for him. Because the MMO he's been playing for 17 years, which let me see what that is. Oh, good that Lord. would be Asheron's call is going to shut down. Uh, all of their servers are shutting down uh, for good. Oh, so no. she she tweeted out, uh, I assume she tweeted but I know it's just hit a whole bunch of different um, media outlets, and she's like, "This is my grandpa. He's been playing Asheron's Call since 1999, and if you play, you know it's a close-knit community. And he's weddings and funerals in the game that he's attended uh, in character, and <laughs> he uh, he's she's trying to find him a different video game." Uh, that he can take up now so you guys have hope maybe your grandchildren would be like that's so cool you did a podcast or you're still doing a podcast
1: very nice well, that was like <laughs> the uh, the skyrim granny that was posted on the facebook page so she was a, she was yeah. a very cool lady yeah. i i actually oh, yeah, follow
4: her on on youtube I'll, I'll watch her videos every once in a while she's really fun
1: yeah, that, that video was uh, was terrific. Yeah, she was obviously having a really good time, was uh, knew exactly what she was doing in the game. And she
4: actually used the word derp. Yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I thought I thought Pat copyrighted that. No <laughs> no no, I, no, thought, no. I, I thought, picked it up from uh Chalene, I
4: think. I thought Victor came up with that. I didn't I didn't know. Shoot, I don't know anything. That's that's awesome though. That's great. That's one of my new favorite terms. Uh, so, Pat, we have some emails to get to. We can either do that uh, tonight or actually we're coming uh, We're coming up on pretty close to the end of the show. So why don't we uh, save some emails for uh, next week? Uh, we'll leave that as a big teaser. We got two big ones from Michelle uh, from Canada. So uh, shout out to Michelle. We'll be getting to your emails. I also saw a mod that I was kind of mildly interested in that I thought looked a little silly but also really fun called the revolted mod for Fallout 4. So we'll chat about that next time. And also, um, if anyone uh, remembers where we're doing um, the Bards College uh, Let's Play over there on the Let's Play Skyrim feed from ASA Podcasting, um, we were coming up with uh, Bard band names for the band that uh curing tinker keeps put together and we're just doing a little contest to raise a few bucks for cystic fibrosis. Uh but anyway we'll go over those band names uh also nice. those those band name submissions. So uh keep your ear to the floor for uh episode sixty four uh so sign off you know email the fallout feed at gmail dot com Twitter also mm-hmm. the fallout feed what else we got we
0: got the Facebook
4: group. also have the Facebook group. Yep. Um, that would
0: be a Skyrim addict podcast and the Fallout feed. All one title.
4: That's what you should exactly. search for. Uh it's or it's yeah. Facebook.com slash group slash a Skyrim addict podcast. I always fuck that up. Uh so uh and also all this information's in our in our outro stuff, uh so uh I guess that's all I've got for this evening. You guys have anything else you'd like to say?
1: Ah, good to catch up after the holidays here.
4: Yeah, it's great yeah. to talk to you guys for a little while, Kara. It's, it's awesome to have you back. Um, uh, just so we can get her on the spot, everyone, we're going to go ahead and Uh-oh. say that that Kara's um, near's resolution was to 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 be on the show more often. So we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna try to make her stick to that, and uh, we're excited to have you back as a, a regular again that will be great. Uh,
0: thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows when I'm job hunting, you might have me a lot more than you think.
4: Sweet. Thank you for downloading <laughs> no this such episode of the fallout feed Roundtable. If you are interested in doing a play along character with us, the show
0: can be contacted by emailing
4: falloutroundtable at gmail.com. For the roundtable schedule, our Amazon link and all other show information head on over to asapodcasting.com where you will find the Fallout feed, the Skyrimatic podcast, our YouTube channel, the Chatterbox, as well
0: as other content. Once again, thank you for downloading and we'll see you in the Wasteland.
2: Hello Wastelanders. Are you tired of the same old Diamond City Radio and GNR? Are you looking for a little bit more Brit in your broadcasting? Then look no further than WVR, Vault Radio, broadcasting today for a brighter tomorrow. I'm Susan Reith, 16 times Vault Radio Broadcaster of the Year. If you're looking for a little bit of music, some light entertainment, and the finest toast recipes in the wasteland... Then look no further. To gain access to WVR, go to your nearest working terminal and open our archives at www.vault97.com. You can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and all other popular podcast distribution networks. We're also available on Twitter at West Vault Radio. If you'd like to listen to us on that old-fashioned thing called a Pip-Boy, we're also available on the Old World Radio Boston Mod, which is accessible from the Fallout Nexus, whatever that is. So, for a more civilised and Vault-Tec-approved listening experience, look no further than West Vault Radio. Isn't that right, Mr. Wigglesworth? <laughs>